What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the MindFit Motivation Podcast. This is your host, Coach Joe. And in this episode, we're going to be talking all about the difference between a cost versus an investment. And there is definitely a big, big difference. Um, Guys, the reason why we're having this conversation right now is because it's the holidays, right? And we know for a fact that, hey, Christmas gifts, they're expensive, right? And spending money on others, right, is it can add up, right? But at the end of the day, uh, what is going to be more beneficial for you, right? And that might be more of an investment route. And that's why we're having this conversation. Nothing more to, you know, <laughs> have this conversation with, uh, be more of an eye-opener experience for you guys, right? Just to kind of seeing the world a little bit different because who knows, this might help your thoughts when it comes to making more money in life, but at the same time, living a healthier life. And that is the main purpose here. So guys, Look at it this way, right? Cost versus investment. Um, what is a good example here? Okay, let's use, for example, cars, right? We use many examples, but let's start off with cars, okay? Let's say you're in a you're in the need for a new car, right? And let's say, for example, um, you go to a car lot, right? A used car lot, and there's a car there for a hundred dollars, right? Immediately, you might have a red flag. Uh, light up in the back of your head saying, ah, something's probably not right because all the other cars here are roughly around, you know, $5,000, we'll say. And, and you're going to be like, okay, something's not right here, right? But you proceed, right, to buy that $100 car because it fit the budget, right? You may think, hey, you're saving money. But in the long run, what happens was, let's say as soon as you leave that car lot, a week later after driving it, all of a sudden it breaks down in you, right? Now you're stuck on the side of the road. You got to call AAA and take it to a shop, right? And they tell you, oh, your your starter's bad or X, Y, and Z's bad, ignition's bad, uh, you need power steering fluid, like all these things, right? And after, you know, the total bill comes up, uh, let's say it was $5,000. So at the end of the day, right, did you really make out a good deal? No. Because you bought a crappy car thinking you're going to save a penny and then what happens? It breaks down and it continues to break down, right? Uh, That's a cost, right? Now, buying a car that is, let's say, newer, okay, I don't want to say brand new, fresh off the manufacturing plant, but let's just say newer, right? Safer, okay, has in there all the features that you want, uh, sure, right? That's going to be more of an investment, because maybe you can't afford it right now. Maybe that means you take down a, a you know a payment plan option, a down payment, whatever the case may be, right? A- and you invest into that, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, hey, this is safer. It's going to actually, you know, probably have more value to it if you're ever going to sell it compared to a cheaper car. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be pouring money into it, okay? Maybe you've had the experience before shopping with cars, all right? Now, put it with the same sense with, let's just say, going out to eat, okay? Plain and simple. We'll use McDonald's and we'll use a, a, a fancy restaurant, okay? Uh, let's say, for example, you know, I don't want to say taking out a girl or going on a date. Let's just say it's you, right? And you have an option between, you know, McDonald's, right? And let's just say you're like, okay, McDonald's, I can go get a double cheeseburger for a dollar, or you can go a healthier route, right? Let's just say that there is, um, let's just say Chick-fil-A, right? A grilled chicken sandwich is going to cost you, 
uh, what, $3.50, maybe $4, right? And you're like, ah, no, you know, like I'm good. I'm just, I want to buy this with the dollar, you know, because you think in your head you're saving money. And sure, you are. But at the end of the day, what happens, right? Let's say you continue to make decisions just like that, right? Becoming a penny pincher, saving your money, right? There's nothing wrong with saving money. But at the end of the day, when you're always looking for the quickest, cheapest option, what happens? You end up doing yourself a disservice, honestly. You're doing yourself a disfavor because uh, what's going to happen is, okay, every day for lunch, you have two different options, Chick-fil-A or, yeah, Chick-fil-A or McDonald's. But you're like, I want to save my money. I want to save my money, save my money. Then what happens? Well, you start getting a little bit bigger, right? Maybe those arteries start to clog a little bit more. Maybe it's a hard time breathing because you realize that, hey, this is actually not even real food. It's actually hurting my heart, right? Your joints start to stiff up a little bit more. Um, and let's just face it, you know, you're gaining more weight, clothes start to feel a bit lighter or tighter on you. You know, you're, you're pretty much, you know, losing your confidence at this point, right? It's a big thing. So granted, what's better now? Hey, you went, you know, three months down the road, okay? You gained 45 pounds, or let's just say 30 pounds, right? Gained 10 pounds a month. Yeah, that makes sense. You, you gained 10 pounds, right? Each month. So three months down the road, you're 30 pounds heavier, or you saved, uh, let's just say $1,000, right? Or maybe $1,500. Right? At, at the end of the day, what's going to happen? You're going to be in a position right now where you feel pretty crummy about life. You feel like, oh man, I, I got to make a change, right? The quality of living isn't as beautiful as it once was because now you've done yourself a disservice, right? Now you actually hurt yourself, right? Because you made bad decisions. You may think you're making a good decision by simply saying, okay, hey, I'm going to choose this to save some money. But at the end of the day, right, uh, let's say you continue living this life and years down the road, you go to the doctors and you have diabetes, Right? Or, hey, you have to go through some you know, health procedures and medical bills are going to add up. And I'm sure that's going to cost a lot more money than the money you saved. So now, initially, let's just say it's a flat-out wash, right? The money you saved just goes right into medical bills. It's a flat-out wash. Then what happened? Well, you basically wasted your time. That whole entire chunk of your life, you wasted your time by taking the route that is going to hurt you rather than help you. And we all have these decisions, right? Not even just with health and fitness, but with other areas too. Maybe it's a career, right? Maybe you're uh, assigned to do a task at work and instead of doing it 110%, you wanna do the, the cheapest route or the fastest route or just to kind of get it over with, right? Maybe you'll cut some corners a little bit. Well, then what happens? Maybe your boss finds out about it, you get a demotion, right? Or maybe you get even fired, right? Like it's not showing up to be the best you. And that's the main point of this podcast episode is, you should always strive to be the best you, right? Plain and simple. I get it, right? The holidays are here, right? You want to buy gifts for other people. But at the end of the day, you need to start looking, right? Having more of a broader perspective into, hey, uh, what is going to be the ultimate goal here, right? Maybe I want to lose weight. Maybe I want to get in shape. Should I just wait until January 1st like everybody else? Sure, you could. You might as well, right? Everybody else is doing it. But then again, everybody else doesn't get in amazing shape. You know, everybody else actually fills their their New Year's resolution. So uh, why be like everybody else? Just like Dr. Sue said, you know, why try to fit in when you're born to stand out? When you can go against the crowd, right? And start saying, okay, I want to start living this healthy lifestyle now. 
right? I'm gonna start tracking my calories. I'm gonna start eating healthier, getting a good amount of protein in, start going for some walks, doing some push-ups, sit-ups around the house, exercising more. Everybody is faced with options, right? The people that are lacking on the willpower is going to use the holidays as an excuse, right? Oh, the holidays are here, right? I'm just gonna get fat more. I'm just gonna get lazier, you know, I, I, I don't feel like buying anything because I'm buying things for everybody else, but I'm not going to invest in my own health, right? You cannot expect to live a life like that, right? And, and have tons of willpower, right? And be able to achieve your goals in life because ultimately, you don't even know how to service yourself, you know? So guys, at the end of the day, you're ultimately going to be faced with two different decisions, right? With anything in life, you can do it the right way, or you can do it the wrong way, right? You can start making a decision right now, right? In your own life. And depending on the decisions that you make, what happens when you do the right things, right? And sure, I'm not saying the right things are going to be the easiest things. No, they're not. They're going to be tough at times. But guess what? When you're faced with tougher obstacles through life, you gain more willpower. What happens when you gain more willpower? It's easier and easier and easier to overcome those obstacles. Right now, I'm doing a challenge right now with my buddy Santo, right? And this challenge is great because it proves to everybody out there that you can still drink alcohol and lose weight. So here's the challenge, right? We're doing our live coaching call on the Heartletics app and uh, Santo asked a great question. He said, hey, Joe, I, I, I read and I looked up and I saw that, you know, whenever you consume alcohol, it goes straight to your stomach. And I told him, I'm like, you know, that's not true based on just science and, you know, the laws of thermodynamics and how it actually works. It doesn't go straight to your stomach. If you're over under calories, whether you're drinking alcohol or not, you know, that body fat is going to be spread through every area of your body, not just your stomach. But nonetheless, you can drink alcohol as long as you're in a deficit. So we're having this conversation. I told him, I said, hey, you pick the alcoholic beverage of choice. I'll pick, you know, the dessert of choice. And we'll run through a little challenge. So here's how the challenge goes. Four ounces of scotch, right? Which is a lot of alcohol, especially for somebody that does not drink, right? Like that is not, this is not a fun challenge to me by any means. I do not like alcohol at all. <laughs> and I'm learning the hard way, especially uh, being into it. This is my third day into it. And then the dessert of choice was my choice, obviously, donuts, right? So every day, right, Santo has to consume four ounces of scotch, <clears throat> and I have to consume four ounces of scotch. He has to consume at least one donut. I have to consume at least one donut. Guys, uh, I'm going to tell you exactly the first day what happened, okay? First day, I calculate everything in my fitness pal, got the macros lined up, good to go. The problem is I did not realize how much four ounces was. So what happened was I got pretty intoxicated, right? After drinking those four ounces and uh, I smashed afterwards, right? It wasn't because the alcohol made me gain weight. No, it was the fact that I was pretty intoxicated and I had seven rice cakes with peanut butter on top and honey drizzled on top and also half a bag of chocolate covered pretzels, you know? So Monday morning, very starly challenge, right? I weighed in at 200.3 pounds. After consuming all that, okay, the next morning, Tuesday, I weighed in 200.6 pounds. So I gained 0.3 pounds. I was actually surprised it wasn't like a pound or two pounds more based on how much food I had. But nonetheless, I'm like, okay, I got to do a better job at this. So the second day into the challenge, I said, hey, 
you know, I'm going to split up these ounces. Instead of it being four ounces straight, I'm going to split it up. All right. So I had two ounces. So my wife's like, what do you want for dinner? I said, I don't know. Let's pick up something on the road. So we got Chick-fil-A, right? Because I'm a big fan of Chick-fil-A. Okay. It's healthy. I eat it all the time. And I got two dinners because I always do because I consume a lot of food. So I said, I'm going to split it up. So around 6.30 comes, you know, 6 o'clock. I had, you know, my chicken cob salad with my fat-free honey mustard, my normal dinner, okay? And then for dessert, I had two ounces of scotch and half a donut. I said, perfect. Got it down. Wasn't feeling drunk at all. And then about, you know, two hours later, um, you know, roughly around 7.30, 8.30 at night, um, I had the other half of my dinner, which was, you know, a grilled chicken sandwich, and the other half of the scotch, two ounces, and the other half of the donut. Boom. Good to go. Uh, it felt amazing, right? Calculated everything in my fitness pal, stuck through the macros, hit it straight. I was <clears throat> a little bit under on my calories, a little bit lower on my protein than I would like to be, but nonetheless, weighed in this morning, right? 199.7, right? So basically losing about one pound, right? 0.9 pounds on the scale, which is great because the challenge for me is by the time the challenge is finished with in one week on Monday, I'm going to weigh in at at least 195 pounds, at least. I'm going to try to get lower than that just because guys, at the end of the day, this is very, very simple. The problem is you guys are playing chess when this is a game of checkers, right? Chess says, hey, cut out all your carbs. Hey, don't drink alcohol. Hey, don't eat donuts. Hey, do intermittent fasting. Hey, do all this cardio, right? Go on carnivore. Checkers is like, Nah, let's just track our calories, be a little bit active, we'll be good. And that's it, guys. That's how you lose weight. And you have this option right now. Once again, at the end of the day, you can look at your health as a cost or an investment. Don't say your health is an investment if you don't mean it, because an investment means taking care of it first and foremost, right? You want to be the best father, the best parent, the best husband, the best coworker, the best leader in your community. Start with changing who you are first and foremost, and others will follow. Guys, I really hope you had an eye-opener experience during this episode here, talking about all about the difference between costing and investing, right? Especially into your own health. Um, Once again, this is the MindFit Motivation Podcast. This is your host, Coach Joe. If you guys are also interested in checking out this whole challenge going on right now, just follow me on Instagram, right? Or follow me on Facebook, just type in Joe Kalari um, on Instagram and my underscore or my handle is Joe underscore Kalari. And uh, you guys can see all of my stories. Now, at the end of the week, when the challenge is finished, I'll be posting on my YouTube video, YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe to that. And with that being said, as always, peace out, Girl Scout. I'll talk to you guys in the next one.